from the horse capital of the world, the great city of Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome to Red Barn Radio, celebrating the music and artists of this Kentucky region. Tonight, Red Barn Radio presents the music of Benjamin Boggs and the $100 Bills.
Red Barn Radio's official radio partner is WEKU, public radio for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.FM. Red Barn Radio is supported by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. More information on what Lexington has to offer is at visitlex.com. Lex Arts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. Chef Greg Scott and Broussard's Delta Kitchen, featuring authentic flavors of New Orleans and the Mississippi Delta with live music every weekend. On Main Street in historic Georgetown, Kentucky, Broussard's is on Facebook. Listen locally, working in concert with people to embrace opportunities, listen locally and engage in shared experiences, including music, theater, poetry, dialogue, and conversation. More information on Facebook, Instagram, and listenlocally.net. Griffin Gate Resort and Spa, a luxury spa located in the Marriott in Lexington, Kentucky. And AccuPrint, providing printing, design, and fulfillment. Online at AccuPrint.us. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Red Barn Radio. I'm Renee Cobb, the host formerly known as Renee Collins. <laughs> Thank you. This is Red Barn Radio's 18th broadcast season, and it is Red Barn Radio's 665th live concert performance. Tonight, we present Benjamin Boggs and the $100 Bills, a multi-instrumentalist, singer-songwriter. Ben's roots are buried deep in the heart of the coal fields of the Appalachian Mountains. Benjamin Boggs and the $100 Bills. Memory of us that fades like tattoos. 
Brad Becker. Thanks, Renee. Nice to have you guys here. Nice to meet you, Ben. I, I've met everybody else here. Let's go back to your kidhood in Letcher County. That's where you grew up, right? In Partridge, Partridge you said, yeah. which is outside of Whitesburg. Yeah, it's almost in Harlan County. And Whitesburg is county seat of it Letcher. Is, yeah. Okay, yeah. And so talk about living in that part of the country for so many people listening who are from other states and um, regions. It's very, very rural. Um, there's not much there. Like I said, Partridge, I don't really know why it's even considered a city. There's nothing there. Until recently, they've redone some roads. There's now a stop sign there, but... That's the first stop sign. There was a little uh, convenience store that had like a gas station type thing below my parents' house for a while, but it's it closed down pretty pretty early in my childhood. So I spent most of my time either in Whitesburg or Cumberland or Harlan. Cumberland was actually the closest place to go to get groceries or, or gas or anything like that, which is actually in Harlan County. How far is Cumberland? Uh, from my parents' house, probably seven or eight minutes. Oh, okay. Um, and you don't have to cross Pine Mountain. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you guys so, live off the beaten path? Kind of. Not really, though. I think now Google Maps will take you there. Uh-huh. <laughs> before it To was, Partridge? Yeah. Oh, yeah. To my parents' house, actually. But before, it was kind of just trying to describe what trailer or house you were passing as to where you should be looking to turn off. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you cross a, a bridge that goes over a river to get onto the street that my parents live on. So... That was pretty much the landmark to describe how to get there at the time.
God was all I needed But right now the only grace I need is you You were no better Than the names that you cursed You get all the blame, I get the hurt Got ourselves an empty well of emotion And you're trying like hell to fill it up Well, I'm shaking off these cold winter blues Looking for brighter days when the warm air comes through As a kid, did you grow up with a lot of flooding? The side of the street that my parents lived on, there was not a river. Um, but the opposite side had a river, so if it rained really bad, it would flood their yards. Um, and then my grandma, I don't remember this, but she always talked about as when we were kids that the river across from our house would flood and come over into the road, but never anything super crazy. 
Hmm. When you were growing up in that part of the country and in, in that sort of rural setting, was your, your base of friends kids from school? Mostly kids from school and then family, my cousin sitting in the crowd right now. He started high school. He was a year ahead of me. So until I was in seventh grade, I don't think we spent probably a day apart. So I was always with him. And then we both had friends that were in school and we all went to the same school. So, and it's such a small place. Most of us lived on the street together. And then if you didn't, you just got off the bus there. (laughs) (laughs) What did your dad do? My dad was a coal miner most of my life until recently. He's went back to college and he does heating and air now. And then he was a, a Baptist preacher. I guess I should say pastor until I was around 18. So I grew up in church. And then my mom was a stay-at-home mom until recently. She went back to college when my dad did, and now she works now too. So, huh. Did you grow up spending a lot of time in a particular church? Uh, yeah, at Gillum's Chapel in Cumberland. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad was the pastor there for a long time. And then just as we got older and, and things got busier, he kind of stepped down from that and just started kind of going Anywhere that would have him to preach, he would just go there. Hmm. Um, so he traveled a lot. Hmm. You mentioned that he was also a minor. You know, I think we, we think of the job of church pastor being all-encompassing. You know, you're taking care of the, the sick in your congregation and tending the flock, right? I didn't realize that was even a thing until I moved up here. I thought you just, people who were pastors of church, just that was just something that you did. I didn't know that people got paid for that. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, he did all that. I mean, he would do that during the day and then sleep a couple hours and he worked third shift. And so he would go to work at nine or 10 at night and then get home at seven every wow. day. Cars and look like ghosts, and I left you back in the country and headed for the city on my own. And all these lights and sounds remind me that I can't go. run life and all its demons but just to feel up this damn hole I'm closing in right now on Jackson and right before I hit 15 if I see you down that highway
You should see the leaves are changing That's the last words that I read On a postcard that you send me You just can't stand you're not in my head So I drove past that old house you owned It brought out visions in my head Of you in that big old front window Looking down across the tracks I should turn back here at Jackson Right before I hit 15 If I see you down that highway Snow, it ain't that far to me If I don't see you coming my way I know it's just how it's gotta be grow up not seeing your dad a whole lot? No, I, I saw him quite a bit. He was off on the weekends, so I oh, spent okay. a lot of time you know, with him on the weekends and stuff. And then until I was old enough to drive, I pretty much anywhere he went, my mom and, and my sisters went to, um, we all went with him. It wasn't just like I'm going to the hospital, I'll be back. It's like 
get your clothes on. We're going to the hospital. You can sit in the waiting room for a little while and, huh. you know, t- that type of thing. So When he was going to the hospital to... Yeah, he would go visit right. sick people in the church or just anybody that contacted him that wanted him to come pray yeah. with them or, or whatever. From your dad, did you learn something about caring for people and how valuable that is? Yeah, my parents, uh, they do a lot back home. They do a lot with like youth ministries and, and things like that. That's kind of where... It's kind of the reason my dad got out of being a pastor is he wanted to do focus more on on the youth. Um, they've ran various youth ministries there. They do youth groups now. They're just really big on helping the community um, mm. any way they can. So, sound like special people. Yeah, they are. You were <laughs> I was you really were, lucky. Yeah, you were raised by special people, which yeah. makes you a special person too. <laughs> How about music? How did that come um, into your life? There was always music in church. It was there was a lady that went to the church that my dad pastors. And she played piano, and she played exceptionally well. Amazing. Did you like that music at that time? I did. Uh, I still listen to it. Every now and then, I'll still get on a kick and, and turn on some, some hymnals that I can find. You know, It's kind of harder to find that stuff on Spotify nowadays. But <laughs> I didn't really understand music at the time. But as I got older and started playing guitar and, and took some music classes, I would talk to her about playing piano. I was taking piano classes in high school, and uh, I wasn't very good at it. That's why Kevin's sitting back there. I found out that she didn't even know how to, like, you know, the hymnal books always have the music in them. She didn't even know how to read music or even know what the notes were on the piano. She just could listen to what was going on and pick it up and, and play it. Did her playing have that feel of being sort of improvisational, sort oh, yeah. of tying yeah. into what was happening during the service? It wasn't a church where they would have music while this preaching or anything was going on. Um, they would have like a, I don't really even know what to call it, like a song hour where they would everyone would sing, the congregation would get up and sing hymnals and she would play the piano. It was all one service, but it was like the way it worked is everyone got there and they would pray to open up the service and they would sing songs for however long they felt like they wanted to sing. Huh. Uh, and then whoever dad or, or whoever was there would preach and then they would kind of sing a couple more songs and then service would be over i hope you find peace somewhere in sunday valley driving through the backwoods in your truck i hope you find peace i remember how you smile And I know you'll always be there when I look up You'll be reading through in the morning Cause I know how you always love those books You could play a game of cards And watch basketball on Sunday on TV I hope you find peace No, you don't really know me anymore. Just a stranger in your door, but you knew my name. I know it's not your fault, and you really don't deserve this. Coming up, more Red Barn Radio with Benjamin Boggs and the $100 Bills. Recorded live from the Performance Hall at Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. We're back with more from Benjamin Boggs and the $100 Bills after this break. This is Red Barn Radio. Sky, but I know that's not what you want. 
You could play a game of cards and watch basketball on Sunday on TV. I hope you find peace. I hope you find peace. And you'll be renewing the more. Cause I know how you always love those books. And you could play a game of cards and watch basketball on Sunday on TV. I hope you find peace. Welcome back. Tonight, we're with Benjamin Boggs and the $100 Bills, recorded live from the Performance Hall at Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. This is Red Barn Radio. Shooting my 
Our guest this evening on Red Barn Radio is Ben Boggs and the $100 Bills. Ben is originally from Whitesburg. You know if you've been listening. He lived in Richmond for a time, and now he's settled in Lexington. So we can call him our own here in the central part of the state. And he's got a bunch of guys with him on stage tonight, many of whom have been on this program before, either as a part of other groups or as the main act. Great to have all of you guys here with us tonight. So thanks for taking the time and putting the great tunes together. Somebody gave you a guitar at 13, though. Was that after the failed piano lessons? No, that was was way before that. So the guitar came first then? Yeah, yeah. My uncle actually, like I was telling you earlier, brought us some guitars home. He was living here at the time. Basically, it was like, all right, here you guys go, learn to play these. So that was kind of what started it. <laughs> so he brought guitars for you and your sisters? And my cousin. Uh-oh. Oh. Your uncle lived here in Lexington, and you were in rural Whitesburg. Mm-hmm. Do you have some recollections of being a, a little kid coming up to uh, the big city? It's a different world as a kid coming from there to here. Even the drive itself is mind-blowing at first because you're surrounded by nothing but mountains and then you get so far and they're gone <laughs> well the very ring I gave you behind where we first met well I finally had to let you go just to give my mind some rest well I've got a feeling deep in my chest and leaving years the best It'll take some time before I feel fine So honey, here's to me instead Now it's sunshine, clear blue skies Birds singing in my head Thought the grass was greener on the other side Till you walk right out of my head Though it won't be easy and it'll take time So baby, don't take this fight Oh, I'm packing up and leaving this heartbreak town tonight. I've got that feeling deep in my chest And leaving you's the best It'll take some time before I feel fine Honey, here's to me instead Now it's sunshine, clear blue skies Birds singing in my head Thought the grass was greener on the other side Till you walked right out of my head Heartbreak 
chance to leave and here's the best It'll take some time before I feel fine So honey, here's me instead Now it's sunshine and clear blue skies Birds singing in my head Thought the grass was greener on the other side Till you walked right out of my head No, it won't be easy and it'll take time So baby, don't take this life Oh, I'm packing up and leaving this heartbreak town tonight. dad went back to college. My dad's been back to college twice. The first time he went and got an electrician's degree and then went back into the mines. And then after that, they started all the talks of layoffs and all that stuff is when it all started. Mm -hmm. And he had remembered that he liked college and liked going to school. So he every day would come home and be like, you know, I can't, I can't wait till they lay me off so I can go back to school. Um, And then finally they did. So he got to go back and he does heating and cooling now and he loves it. Do you ever talk about what you do, the time that you put into that and your love for that? Actually, the the weirdest thing, like a couple of months ago, you know, my dad's a preacher, so him and bars don't don't mix uh-huh. very well. I play at Summit City back home all the time, and I was in one one weekend playing with my friend Corey, who had wrote that September song that I was talking about earlier. And uh, I looked, and my mom and my dad and my little sister all showed up at the bar, and ah. I was like, kind of taken back by it because first of all, I wasn't expecting them there. <laughs> So then they showed up and they were there. So they uh, they're they're really supportive though. They they are. How do you think it happened that on that particular night they're just really spontaneous sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I'll call them. And I'll be going home for the weekend. They'll be like, "Well, the keys where it's always at. So let yourself in. We're gonna go do this and we'll be back Sunday." So huh. <laughs> they've all they've always just been that way. I mean, as a kid, we would sometimes come home from school on a Friday, and my dad would have Friday night off. So we just pack up and, and drive somewhere, not even to a destination, and spend the night and find something to do and come home the, that weekend. I love it. Sounds like a, you have some pretty fond recollections of yeah. Oh, yeah. grown up and, and a cool, close family, which is, which is neat. Stay 
me and that's clear to see she don't need me anymore on the day I was given life she walked out of my life that's the day love gave up on me So, and I obviously eat very well. So I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really into the food. There's uh, Joe Pack's Chicken in Awesome that uh, is kind of a little hidden gem in Letcher County. I think it's probably a little more famous now, but it's just straight up fried chicken, man. <laughs> <laughs> like your grandma makes on Sunday after church, you know, uh-huh. that type of film. But it's the best. So that's that's a really good hidden gem there. Now Pine Mountain, there's some of the most beautiful overlooks you'll ever see in your life on the top of Pine Mountain that's just been recently built in the last couple of years. Little Shepherd's Trail that connects mm-hmm. from Letcher County all the way. You can go all the way to Harlan. It's just a little road that goes all the way through the mountains. Huh. Got one more hot spot for us? 
Hawkins Dairy Bar in Austin, too. They have really good food. <laughs> <laughs> Just a dairy bar. Yeah. yeah. Ice cream, hamburgers, french nice. fries. <laughs> Say no more. Nothing special, just really good greasy food. <laughs> it's really good on Sunday mornings.
like to thank Ben, Tyler, Adam, Dakota, Kevin, and Paul. That's Benjamin Boggs and the $100 Bills for being with us this evening. We also thank our volunteers for their help with our production each week. We give a very special thanks to Becky Alfrey for her work with our social media and to the photography of Nick Lazaroff. Thank you all for listening to our webcast, watching us on YouTube live tonight, and those listening to us on the Red Barn Network of Stations. Thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, serving Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at weku.fm. It's your chance to hear more great live Kentucky music from Red Barn Radio and WEKU. We also thank the members of our studio audience for supporting the mission of Red Barn Radio, which strives to present, promote, and preserve the rich musical tradition and artists of this Kentucky region, and then share this treasure with the world. Red Barn Radio comes to you live from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and on our program on the web. We are redbarnradio.com. Tickets for Red Barn Radio are now available at eventbrite.com Lexington. Once again, please give it up for Benjamin Boggs and the $100 bills here on the Red Barn stage.
Put me in a casket and lay me in the ground. There ain't nothing you can do that's gonna hold me down. I feel it getting deeper, burning in my soul like a never ending fire from this life out on the Run Radio would like to thank Benjamin, Tyler, Adam, Dakota, Kevin, and Paul, Benjamin Boggs, and the $100 Bills for being with us tonight. Red Barn Radio's official radio partner is WEKU, public radio for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.FM. Thanks also to Chef Greg Scott and Broussard's Delta Kitchen, featuring authentic flavors of New Orleans and the Mississippi Delta with live music every weekend on Main Street in historic Georgetown, Kentucky. Broussard's is on Facebook. Listen locally. Working in concert with people to embrace opportunities, listen locally and engage in shared experiences, including music, theater, poetry, dialogue, and conversation. More on Facebook, Instagram, and listenlocally.net. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is the ideal choice for your next visit to Lexington, Kentucky. AccuPrint, providing printing, design, and fulfillment. Online at AccuPrint.us. Support for Red Barn Radio also comes from LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. And Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. More information on what Lexington has to offer is at visitlex.com. 
Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Collins, who also directs our show. Associate producer and booking manager is Warren Cobb. The music for this episode was mixed by Adam Schettinger. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of The Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. WookoutAmerica.com You can attend a Red Barn Radio concert in person. Performance times and dates are at RedBarnRadio.com Thanks so much for listening. We'll be here on this station next week at this same time as we celebrate the music and artists of this Kentucky region. I'm the voice of Red Barn Radio, Tom Brown. Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC. (laughs) 